EO Fire 1308. Find a list of interested people, sell them what they're interested in. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you looking for an all-in-one podcasting solution? Visit podcastwebsites.com and schedule a chat to see why Podcast Websites is for you. Ignite. Entrepreneurs, near and far, Jolly Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Brian Rose. Brian, are you prepared to ignite? I am prepared. Light it up, brother. Yes. Brian is an expert in the art of self-promotion. He's the founder of jvzoo.com, one of the world's largest affiliate networks, and teaches thousands of students how to grow an online following. He is also the author of the best-selling book, Millionaire Within, untold stories from the internet's underworld. Brian, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse in your personal life. Sure, sure. My personal life. Well, I am married with three kids, one grown child who's 22 years old. I have a seven-year-old and a 12-year-old daughter. I live in uh, Mississippi, on the on the beach in Mississippi, although I'm from Boston. So I live down south because it makes me feel smart. Uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> okay, sorry to my southern friends. I actually came down here about 20 years ago when my Uncle Sam decided this was the place for me. And after I got out of the military, loved it and stayed. Uh, built a family here, built a career here, and uh, I've been uh, just loving life on the internet since uh, the late 90s. Was that Fort Jackson? No, that was Keesler Air Force Base, actually. Okay, okay, nice. All right, yeah, the Uncle Sam sent me all over the place, Kansas, Kentucky, Tennessee, so uh, I know all about traveling around to some places, and you, and you kind of fall in love. People are like, whoa, you're moving to Kansas? And now, like, whenever anybody says Kansas, I'm like, I love that place. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> so let's talk numbers, Brian, because over the sure. years, you've generated a lot of revenue in a lot of different ways. But today, 2016, what are the ways that you're generating revenue as an entrepreneur? Well, I have a lot of irons in the fire. I always do. Of course, jvzoo.com, that's my main source of revenue. That's that's the uh, the big daddy in my life right now. I've got a couple of partners, Brian Zimmerman and Chad Castleman are my co-owners, co-founders and partners in that venture and that takes up most of our time, but I also have a dual life, you know, where I kind of travel around the country and uh, talk from the stage. I love speaking from the stage. I love uh, doing uh, uh, stage performance. Performances. I love doing anything online, performing anything where people look at me. I love all of that. <laughs> so I even wrote a book about it called Millionaire Within. So I did a book tour, a book signing tour. Uh, so I have a lot of uh, irons in the fire. And, and what I talk about from the stage is mainly expert fame. So I have a lot of products that revolve around expert fame. So those are my two main sources of income right there. That would be JV Zoo and my expert fame products. So Brian, as you alluded, you have a lot of irons in the fire always, and you've had a long history as an entrepreneur as well, which has had the ups, it's had the downs, and that's actually where I want to magnify and zero in on right now, and that's not just the downs, but your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. So Brian, 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 don't pull any punches, brother, but I really want you to take us to that moment in time and tell us that story. 
Man, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of them. You know, I think every entrepreneur that has any success has a long line of stories. There's only one worst, though. Yeah, you know, okay. If I had to hone it down to my worst story, I guess it was around 2002. I had been uh, working on, this was my first niche site that I created. It was called Live Action Poker. I was really big into the poker scene, and I got to know some of the poker celebrities out there and got them to kind of uh, uh, be on my on my chat forum. There was Daniel Negrano had, had his own section. He's, he's one of the most famous poker players in the world, and he had the Ask Daniel section. And that really drew a lot of people. So I was starting to see some real success, and I really worked hard on this. I traveled to Vegas to make these relationships and came back and put together this really uh, big niche site that was really taking off. And, and one day, I woke up. And turned my computer on, went to the homepage to see if there were any new messages in the forum or anything. And I see that I was hacked and they, it wasn't, they didn't steal the data or anything like that. All they did was changed the, they changed the index page to some Muslim writing and something mm. about how they hated George Bush and it had a skull and crossbones on it. And I, I Googled it and saw that I was one of tens of thousands of people that actually got caught in that hacking trap that day. So I read the directions on how to fix it. And they said, basically they just added a new index page and you just need to delete it. Well, I went into the back end. I wasn't very tech savvy back oh, no. then. So I logged into the back end and I hit the delete button that I thought was the correct delete button. And a little pop-up came up on the screen. Do you want to delete all of your web content? You're and like, heck said, yeah. I want to get yeah, rid of hell yeah, I want to. You're <laughs> right. So I clicked yes. And not even a second went by when I just felt beads of sweat on my forehead and said, what did I just do? Oh my God. So I did exactly what I thought I did. I deleted every piece of information that was on there. This chat forum had tens of thousands of posts and a lot of them from some really famous poker players. So I thought, okay, surely there's got to be a backup somewhere. So I called tech support of the hosting company and and I'm I'm in a panic a little bit, but kind of feeling good that they're going to have some backup. And the tech support lady says, I'm sorry, you didn't opt for the $12 a month backup plan. $12. So that was months, maybe even a little over a year's worth of hard work and just numerous hours and countless hours of these celebrity poker players that had dedicated their time, you know, for free basically to help me out and, you know, help themselves out a little bit. All of that stuff was gone. And Daniel had just called me the day before saying, man, uh, I love going through the old stuff that I wrote on your forum (laughs) because I'm about to write a book and I'm taking notes. So I'm going to be going through all that. So he calls me up later that day and he's like, where did all my stuff go? It was just a horrible, horrible experience. And I basically had to start over from scratch. So if you ask me what my worst entrepreneurial moment is, I think that that would be it. You know, when I was in basic training, they used to make us make the bed and unmake it and everything had to be perfect. <laughs> and, and I, you know, I never understood why, why are we wasting our time on this? And finally, one of the instructors told me, Hey, some of you are going to be fixing aircrafts and, and you have to make sure that you're paying attention to detail. Well, I guess that just didn't take with me <laughs> because <laughs> that day I did not pay attention to detail. So I guess that, you know, lesson learned. So now anytime a pop-up window comes up and asks me, are you sure you want to do this? I really think about it now. 
So there's a lot of ways that we could go here at Fire Nation because there's so many lessons, so many takeaways. But the thing that I really want to zero in on, and this is something that, you know, again, I'm kind of struggling because there's just so many ways that I could go. But this is such an important, valuable lesson. No matter where you are in your business right now, you did some things wrong when you started. Absolutely. They're back there in your past. And guess what? They're probably still in your present. They're just tucked away behind a bunch of things. We need to take the time every quarter, you know, every couple months, you got to step back and say, okay, let me go back to the beginning. Let me make sure that I have all my blocks checked. Is Dropbox still uploading correctly? Do I have a backup plan with my hosting company? You know, are things working as I, as I think they should be working now that I'm learning these things? You know, am I, you know, double authenticating like my important accounts? Like, do I not just have like one, two, three, four as my WordPress, you know, password? Like, do I really have these things? Like, Take time, you know, set aside a couple hours. And again, not all the time, but go back once a quarter, once every couple months, and just make sure that you are kind of tidying up, you know, as Brian would say, kind of remaking your bed better and better every single time as you're going forward. So there's, again, a ton of ways we could have gone with that. That's the one takeaway that I really wanted to zero in on. Brian, just one sentence. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from that moment? Oh, I want them to make sure they they read their pop up warnings. <laughs> now, pay attention to detail. That that's it. You know, don't make dumb mistakes that are going to uh, that that are going to affect you in the long run. And the easiest way to do that is to back your stuff up. Just make sure you have a backup of everything that you have online, whether it's a WordPress site. I mean, WordPress. You log in and you and you click the backup button, and you can save it to your hard drive. And don't just save it there. Send it to Dropbox, and also email it to yourself. That's what I do. You know. Every time about once a month, I set my alarm to remind me to back up my WordPress sites. Yes. And not only do I set it, uh, do I save it to my uh, hard drive? I also email myself a copy so <laughs> so that I can get it from any other computer. Should there be a fire or, or, or anything happen? You know, I just I, I leave the stuff in, in the cloud. I leave the stuff on Dropbox. I leave the stuff on my Amazon S3 account. And I just make sure that I have multiple backups of everything. And I hope that that's what the uh, Fire Nation gets out of this, is to have backups. Redundancy is key, Fire Nation. I mean, here I am. I have Dropbox running. I have Backblaze, which is like a Carbonite. So it's backing myself up to the cloud as well. Every month I have a pop-up like you, Brian, and I use a Passport. So I just plug in one terabyte and I just download my entire computer onto that. So I have an actual physical of it. There are redundancies that you can and should be doing, Fire Nation. Just set up systems and then follow those systems. And us shifting, Brian, to another story, this one being an epiphany, what you consider one of your greatest aha moments to date. Take us to that moment. Tell us that story. Okay. All right. Uh, You know, this would probably be when I was uh, still in the poker world. I had a friend in Vegas named Wayne Allen Root, and Wayne was... Uh, a sports tout. A sports tout is one of those people that uh, you call the 900 number or you give them your credit card number and they tell you who's going to win the big games this weekend, whether it's college games or NFL games, even baseball in the summertime. And he was a sports tout. He was a very famous sports tout known as the King of Vegas, actually. In fact, um, Wayne Root is now a politician. You might have seen him on Fox and Friends. He's on there all the time. Uh, he's uh, good friends with uh, with Trump these days. He um, he actually was the vice presidential nominee on the 2008 ballots against Obama for the Libertarian Party. So he's in 
heavy into politics now, but back then he was a sports tout known as the King of Vegas. And about once a month, we used to have uh, lunch at New York, New York Casino in Las Vegas at a place called Chin Chin. It was a Chinese restaurant in there. And one time we're sitting there and he's sitting across from me and I had just read an article. I think it was in the New York Times uh, that said, hanging with the King of Vegas. And it was a full page article about the lifestyle that he leads in, in Las Vegas. And, and I asked him, I said, man, everybody calls you the King of Vegas. Everywhere I, I see you in the media, you're known as the King of Vegas. I saw you on ESPN the other day. You were the King of Vegas. Who first called you that? And he looked around like, I, I guess to make sure the waitresses weren't paying attention to this big secret he was about to reveal. And he says, you don't know? And I said, no. And he says, I did. <laughs> and and just, you know, it was the simplest message anybody could ever give to me. But a light bulb went off. And, and you know, the, the lesson of call yourself what you want others to call you has stayed with me for this has been about 15 years now, 14, 15 years. And I have built a business around it, you know, and that's the business of branding, whether it's branding a business or branding myself or helping somebody else brand themselves as an authority person in their niche or me becoming an authority person in a certain niche. Call yourself what you want others to call you was one of the simplest but most important lessons and aha moments of my lifetime. And of course, waking up every morning striving to fill those shoes is pretty good motivation as well. Absolutely. <laughs> so Brian, you have a lot of awesome things about your personality, about your motivation, about your business acumen. What would you consider your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? I'm a gambler at heart, and that means I'm not afraid to risk everything on a business venture. And that has been really, really good to me. And that has been really, really bad to me at the same time. Um, Aside from that, you know, um, one thing that I learned to overcome uh, early on, actually it wasn't early on, uh, it took me 10, 12 years to overcome it. Uh, my biggest weakness uh, for that period of time was I couldn't delegate anything because in my mind, nobody could do the job better than I could. No matter how simple the job was, whether it was making a squeeze page, a sales page, whatever it was that I was doing, only I could do it in my brain. And there was nobody else that I trusted with it. There was nobody else that I, that I, I wanted to delegate to. So once I learned to overcome that, that was a huge, huge stepping stone in, in my life. Uh, I guess another weakness would be, uh, my ADD. I mean, I, I get bored quickly and move from uh, venture to venture. Uh, I've been doing that my whole life. Um, I don't know if that's a weakness or not, though, because it's it's taken me around the world and back. And and, uh, you know, I found some success in things that who, who would have known that, you know, I had a talent in. So maybe that played a good role. I don't know. My weaknesses and my strengths seem to blend together so much. Sometimes they work for me. Sometimes they're my worst enemy. Well, let me ask you a specific question about sure. your strengths. What is a unique strength that you have that you think a lot of entrepreneurs don't have that kind of sets you apart? When I was a kid, I always had that look at me, um, <laughs> wanting to be the center of attention kind of guy. And that got me in a lot of trouble as a kid. Uh, it also got me punched in the mouth a few times, you know, as I was growing <laughs> up. Uh, but I think in the business world, that has really uh, opened doors for me. And that has really allowed me to, you know, uh, build a career on stage, build a career in the webinar circuit, uh, build a career, you know, through uh, doing, uh, you know, podcasts and things like that. So I think that that really has uh has has been 
a, a, you know, a solid thing in my adult life that really didn't work well in my childhood. Um, so I think that a lot of other entrepreneurs are afraid to kind of get into the spotlight. They have problems with getting in front of crowds and they're just, you know, having that shy mentality. They don't want to go network with people, especially a lot of entrepreneurs that work online from their own house. They think that they're safe there and nothing can get them. But really, they're really hurting their career by not getting out there and meeting people in their uh, in their career field by going to, you know, network conferences and things like that, uh, where they can actually get uh, JV partners or, or just, you know, general customers for that matter, meet people that they can provide services to. So I think people are really uh, uh, lacking that. And the people that are lacking that are really doing themselves a disservice. So one of my biggest assets is not being shy and going out there and being able to talk to anybody or get up on a stage and, and not be afraid. And the worst, what's the worst that can happen? You get up on stage and you embarrass yourself. So you get up and again the next day and, and maybe you do better. Maybe you don't, you know, you, it's just as long as you lose that fear of embarrassment and 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 failure, then you know what's the worst that can happen other than falling off the stage. Yeah, it's easy to say, but it's hard to do. I mean, it's hard to get up on stage and embarrass yourself, and and it's hard to get back up the second day and do it all over again. I mean, what do you think about that? I think that um, you know it's it's just something that you have to convince yourself that you're not always going to please all of the people all of the time, and if, you know if you look out into a crowd of strangers that don't like you, so be it. You move on to a new crowd of strangers, and hopefully they'll like you better. And also just look back. Hey, what could I have done better? You know, videotape yourself, and if nobody's videotaping it, then at least set your recorder on your iPhone so that you can play back your talk later and say what did I do wrong. You know, same thing goes for webinars and 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 doing podcasts or interviews just like this. You know, I'm going to play this back. And I'm going to find a million <laughs> things that I that I probably shouldn't have said to only 900,000 <laughs> yeah. it won't be that 900,000 things that I shouldn't have said to you that that I'll do better on the next one so you know <laughs> uh, I, I think that every time I, I hear my voice you know I cringe at something or another that I did but oh well that's just a, a stepping stone to be better the next time Brian what's the one thing that has you most fired up right now being on stage, it's the greatest drug in the world. It gives me such a high and I am really fired up about the great things that we're doing, not only with JVZoo, I'm talking about JVZoo all over the country right now, but also with expert fame. I've been working a lot with Joel Com, putting together some really cool products and people are really, really loving what we're doing for people. We're changing lives and I know that's such a cr- cliche thing to say, but when you can teach somebody to step up and be the go-to person in their field, by just making a few little hacks in their life and their business and their social media and, uh, you know, and, and just basically do things a little bit different and things will be life changing for you. And we're teaching people that once you have an online following, once you are a trusted authority in whatever niche you're in, then people will seek you out rather than having to seek them out uh, to, to find customers. And, and you'll just have a never ending uh, supply of people willing to buy what you suggest, what you want them to buy, whether it's affiliate products, whether it's uh, products or services that you're putting out, you know, just, just that little bit of confidence and a little bit of altering your, uh, what you're already doing and you can achieve expert fame. And I'm really fired up about teaching people this. Take action, get feedback, pivot, Fire Nation. That's how you're going to create something 
that's worth something. And it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen the first, second, third iteration. But by taking these steps that Brian's talking about, you will get there. Now, Brian, don't go anywhere because we're about to enter and crush the lightning round. But take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. Looking for a killer design for your logo, business card, or website? DesignCrowd.com can help. Here's how it works. First, all you do is post a request describing the design you need. For example, a logo design. DesignCrowd will then invite its 500,000 designers to check out your request and respond if they can deliver. Within hours, you'll receive your first design. Then, over the course of three to 10 days, a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs from designers around the world. You then get to pick the best design and approve payment to the designer. Word you might not find the design you like? No worries. Design Crowd has a money back guarantee. Crowdsourcing design on Design Crowd will save you money, time, and help you find the best design possible for your budget. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D dot com slash fire and enter discount code fire for a special VIP offer. When I first started out with email marketing, I was pretty lost. I didn't have the tools available to help me create targeted, personalized emails. Then I found out businesses that leverage marketing automation see a 53% higher conversion rate than those using traditional email marketing. That's when I knew how important it would be for me to start leveraging marketing automation because with marketing automation, your email campaigns can listen, learn, and adapt based on the contact's behaviors. An active campaign makes it fast and easy to create this type of dynamic marketing. Active Campaign is a beautiful, intuitive platform. No need to hire consultants. Plus, they can offer pricing that's accessible no matter how big or small your company is. When you sign up for Active Campaign, there are no training fees and no contracts. Ready to start marketing smarter with Active Campaign? See why thousands are upgrading to a more intelligent marketing solution. Sign up for a free 14 day trial now. No credit card needed. Visit activecampaign.com slash fire. Brian, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I think I am. <laughs> what was holding <laughs> you back from becoming an entrepreneur? As long as I can remember, I was always looking to sell something in my neighborhood to the kids or to the neighbors, whether it be a service or uh, baseball cards or, or anything like that. I was shoveling snow when I was nine years old. So I always had that entrepreneurial spirit. I think that um, my years in the military were, were quite debilitating on an entrepreneurial mind uh, because you really don't have much time when you're being sent to all the places where they're throwing bullets at you to start a business and being on call 24 7 Seven. So that was that was a real holdback for me. But I used that time to look around and see how much money was being generated by other entrepreneurs that were selling their services to the government at the time. Uh, so, you know, I was just soaking up information. I actually uh, learned how to build my first website about two years after I got out of, out wow. of the military. And um you know, I never looked back from there. Uh, it was just the pl online was the place that I wanted to be. But, uh, you know, as far as what's held me back, um, you know, other than those, uh, you know, few years in the military, I don't think anything's really held me back. I've always been a gambler at heart, whether it's in business or anything else. And I am just constantly on the lookout for, uh, you know, new, new problems to solve and, and customers to make. What is the best advice you've ever received? 
surround myself with people that are smarter than me. And that has worked out great for me. I've had, uh, I know you said one sentence, but uh, I've learned to to do that and, and find friends uh, that, that are into what I'm into and, and can offer uh, their suggestions and help. And basically we could be sounding boards for each other. So surround people with, with the people that, that you want to be like. And, and I think that that's, that's just been life-changing advice for me. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? You know, always being curious, knowing what the competition's doing, not thinking of them as competition, but thinking of them as ways that we could work together somehow. Uh, but at least, you know, keeping my eye on the ball and, 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 you know, my finger on the pulse of what's happening in with my, my competitors. I think that that's probably my best habit, being nosy. Can you share an internet resource like an Evernote with Fire Nation? I talked about, you know, delegating things before was, was just, you know, something that I, I, I refused to do. I wanted to do it all myself. So once I realized that, hey, I can have other people do these little tasks, I started finding so many things that can be done on Fiverr.com. I still use it to this day, probably three or four times a week. Um, everything from, you know, just, just simple, like set up a, a website here and there that I want to test something out. I find somebody on Fiverr to do it one time. I, I, I you know, just, just for fun. I had a, a guy dressed like a banana yell at an old <laughs> friend of mine. Uh, you know, there's so many things that you can get done on Fiverr. And, uh, and, and I think that that's probably uh, one, of, one of the best resources that I use right now is Fiverr.com. If you can recommend just one book for our listeners to join Millionaire Within on our bookshelves, what would that book be and why? How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And, and when I say a classic, this book, I think, is from 1936 or 1935, somewhere around there. And you wouldn't think that a book for, written so long ago would be uh, so influential in, in today's world. And, and it really is. Uh, you can learn a lot about yourself by reading that book and, and also the relationships that you made. Like after reading that book, I mean, one of the things that I realized in my early 20s was that I was a really, really loud guy. And when I toned it down just a little bit, everything changed. And then I read this book and I started implementing some of the tactics on how to teach, how to talk to people. And that led me to be a better teacher. That led me to be a better salesperson that led me to be uh, better in relationships as, as a whole with friendships, girlfriends, and, and etc. cetera. Uh, so I th- really think How to Win Friends and Influence People is the right book for everybody to read at least once in their life. Brian, I want to end today on fire with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Find me on, on Facebook. You can find me at uh, facebook.com slash ebrianrose. I'm also on Twitter. My handle is ebrianrose. Imagine that. And uh, I also have uh, a website, blog, ebrianrose.com. And a parting piece of guidance. For the last several centuries, possibly millenniums, business has been the same as uh, it's always been. And the basics of business, that is. And that is find a list of interested people and sell them what they're interested in. And that hasn't changed. Uh, you know, whether it's interested because they have a problem, interested because they want to just enjoy something, whatever it is, build a list and sell stuff to that list that they want to be sold to. And that has been the basics of business. 
since the beginning, probably since the beginning of the invention of the wheel. Uh, I wasn't around back then. I don't know, but I'm assuming that the guy who invented the wheel said, now who could use this wheel and made a list <laughs> and then went out. And he rolled it over to him and said, exactly this wheel. <laughs> exactly. Well, Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with EBR. And JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Brian in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about. Of course, his book, Millionaire Within, is a book that you do want to read. Find him on social media. He told you all the stuff. Check out jvzoo.com. They have some killer things going over there that is ripe for entrepreneurs. This is how you start taking action, getting feedback, pivoting, taking action, getting feedback, pivoting Fire Nation that can be so valuable for you. Brian, any last words? My last words are, it has been a pleasure being on this show. I listen to it all the time, so I was honored to be asked. Aww. Thank you, Brian, for sharing your journey with my audience, Fire Nation, today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. It's time to share your voice and message with the world, and our free podcast course will show you the way. Text podcast course, all one word, to 33444 and ignite.